Hey guys, welcome to the Live More Right podcast. Cody Liu here with Eric Elliott. Hey guys. And we have just come off of 19.4 of the Open. It was a really, really fun weekend with a lot of people getting firsts, whether it was first muscle-ups, first pull-ups, things like that. The gym was absolutely electric with people showing their support and crushing this workout over the last few days. Yeah, like we were just talking, like it's it's exhausting this five week long open, but at the same time, like it's you you're like you get exhausted and then you get shot with this like little brief spurt of spurt of energy just because like you see people do things that they said they couldn't do or didn't think they could do, like absolutely, you know, like Christy doing pull ups, Jen, like she got through a full round of pull ups yesterday. Yep, Carissa with her muscle ups, everyone else. With yeah, Carrie with her muscle ups. Like, yeah, like there's there's so much good to see of it despite it being like also like a five week stressful long period so it's nice to see yeah absolutely it was super super fun and Kyler brought up an interesting point um, to me about the workout was that he thinks that that three minute rest in the middle of the workout was obviously it was an intentional thing mm-hmm. but the purpose behind that was to maybe give people that little bit of a brief period to catch their breath so that they could do things like get those pull-ups and get those muscle-ups so that they're not breathing crazy, crazy heavy with like a 200 beats per minute heart rate or anything like that before trying to do their gymnastics, especially if it was their first time. Yeah, it's a really good point too, like thinking about the intention of the workout. Um, you're right. If it was just six rounds and the last three rounds were ascending, I think you see, like, who in their right mind is taking three minutes off? Yeah, no exactly. one, right? Like, everyone would go at it and they would, they might get, you know, maybe further, but they might also not and just be, like, be mentally struggling and with the fact that they dead. couldn't get their first, yeah. whatever, right? Um, and I think that it kind of just goes back to CrossFit's original prescription of constantly varied. Like, we've never seen a workout like this. And when it comes to the open, those who have done it long enough are like, you know, we kind of know what we're getting. We're going to get an eight-minute one, a 12-minute yeah. one, a 20-minute one. But we've never seen this. Like, this is yeah. like this is completely out of the box, too. So, like, this is still constantly varied. Like, it's varied to the point where we didn't even see it coming. Yeah, it was, a nice, it was a nice surprise. Yeah. So, like, it's it, – and it also showed, too, like, it just it's, – it's one more aspect of fitness that um, we have to focus on. Like, the, the idea of – doing a, a certain amount of work really, really fast and then being fit enough to get your heart rate back down to do some high skills gymnastics. Totally, yeah. That interval work is definitely a great way to train something like that. And you know, when you do things in the gym like EMOMs and that kind of a thing where you're doing work for a relatively short period of time depending on what it is and then intentionally resting mm-hmm. to prepare yourself for the next time frame, is a really really great way to train um, for a lot of things not just general life but even in a lot of sports where you're obviously like hockey where you're playing shifts so like you're only being active at a high intensity for 30 seconds to maybe a minute and then stopping recovering doing it again stopping recovering doing it again stuff like that yeah and that's like that's what our membership really values right because like no one in here is doing this really as a sport that they're going to get paid for sure. or even like is a recreational sport really like yep. most people in here are doing baseball hockey whatever you said kind of thing and the big thing with those workouts is like when we're doing 
interval type type workouts where we do those like you know once every week or once every two weeks is that like we always talk about it you don't want that negative split so like right you know and and here it might be your workout your your rounds changing in time but on the ice it, it might mean you know like speaking from someone who used to play hockey it's it either means a longer shift out of far less effort totally. or it means like barely moving around out there when my shift's the same time so it's a more about like once you get good at you know those interval style workouts of keeping if it's hockey keeping those shifts still hard at the same level for the entire duration of your game or whatever it is yep absolutely again just goes back to what we talk about all the time of, about how the things that we're doing inside the gym are meant to translate to doing things outside of the gym absolutely. not just being good at coming to the gym and doing a workout yeah yeah like it's not it's not really just about well it's not really at all about being good at exercising like that's mm -hmm. not the point mm -hmm. um good so looking forward to 19.5 as a prediction we obviously haven't seen thrusters i'm 95 percent sure we're gonna see thrusters in 19.5 do you we'll, do you think it's a dumbbell dumbbell thrusters oh god those suck they do suck a lot that would be that would be cool slash interesting slash not so fun but yeah. that's an interesting take yeah for sure i don't know what a, what the thruster dumbbell barbara whatever it might be is going to be paired with though i'm not sure about that yet that's i like to me a deadlift seems like it always comes up like mm -hmm. what if, and then what if and we've never done also like a, a deadlift with a uh with a dumbbell i don't think have we no not so that's not another the open. one where it could be it could be a little more challenging a lot of spinal flexion there just because it puts your back in a relatively not great position for mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. um so that could that could change some things for sure yeah it's going to be interesting what comes out um because there's not many there's no like double unders or burpees to get your heart rate up right. anymore it's more yeah like, the thrusters are still there to get your heart rate up but it's still also a a relatively heavy load for some people too so especially yeah, if those if especially if it's dumbbells and it ends up being 50 pounds yeah. 35 pounds that's those are heavy some heavy weights yeah for sure and then after 19.5 the following week uh march 29th would be the date is when we have our open wrap-up party party yeah where we'll be gathering at the gym we will be providing pizza and beer for people It'll cost 25 bucks a head. And we have tons of awards. Yeah, lots of awards to give out. You can bring guests, significant others, spouses, friends if you want. It's just 25 bucks a head, 10 bucks for children. And we're gonna be handing out some awards and just celebrating the five weeks of the Open that have been, so far, an amazing experience all around. Yeah, and like to, to kind of just talk about those awards for a second just because like, be nice to get some more nominations mm -hmm. just for the general public um like we have the you know top male top female all that all kinds of those boring categories but we also have like some really fun ones like drunkest judge and like, <laughs> I, i'm not crying you're crying and like, yeah really fun ones um just from memorable moments from the open so if you guys have any memorable moments and you're listening to this like pass along to cody carrier myself absolutely um and we can we can put them in there and make sure that people are getting some recognition for some funny or just awesome moments during the open yeah absolutely we just want to use that as an opportunity to celebrate some of those things that we see during the open 
as well as obviously the great performances that we've been seeing as well. Yeah. But a lot of the times, the great performances, as great as they are, it's other sort of bonding moments that make it memorable for a lot of people. Yeah, like we don't have a heaviest weight lifted. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's all about like, you're right, it's all about those moments that were, that were like you're gonna remember for, for either the rest of the year or for years beyond because they were kind of just special moments for the Open. Absolutely. Cool, so let's get on to what we're actually going to be talking about today, which is intensity during our workouts at the gym in general, not just in the open, but just in general. And let's kick that off by talking about what intens- um, what intensity actually is. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a, a different definition depending on you know who you ask. Mm-hmm. Um, like in- intensity can be a lot of things, a lot of things, with a lot of different people. Like it could be, you know, if it, if it could be just going fran and going balls to the wall every like during that workout, like laying on the floor puking. And I think that that's like that's how CrossFit started. Like. Right. Wasn't there like an original mascot named Pukey? Yep, Pukey the Clown. Pukey the Clown. So yep. like that was, that was how like CrossFit started, and I think they're trying to really walk that back right now, kind of like back from that intensity um, is everything mantra, because like they they realize that you don't have to go maximal intensity, laying on the floor, right, balling after a workout. Yeah, and CrossFit definitely has a reputation of just being crazy and I'm gonna say this in air quotes intense mm-hmm. where you're going as fast as you possibly can with as much weight as you possibly can all day every day until you throw up or pass out or whatever yeah. anything like that or puke exactly which it can be part of the time yeah but I think another thing that needs to be taken into consideration is again the definition of intensity a lot of people see the word intensity as just going very quickly and very hard all of the time. Whereas when you have a lifting day that you're not moving super, super quickly, say you're doing a one rep max, so you're just building up in weight, doing a few reps at a time up up to singles, hitting that high percentage weight is also working at a high intensity. And that's something that I think people don't consider a lot of the time. Yeah, like it can be, it's it's relative to a lot of different things, right? Because like y- you can, like intensity, you can you can t- intensely focus on a spot on the wall. Like yes, that's like you can intense. Like if you, for you that day, you know, intense intensity might look like you intensely focusing on how you're moving. Right. Like a, a forty five pound empty bar. Right. Like that could be intense. Absolutely. Come to a level a level one. Work with a PVC. <laughs> guarantee you that's intense yeah spend spend eight hours working with the pvc and have sore shoulders the next day yeah and like s- it's it's intense it doesn't the load and the speed is not necessarily what it has to be absolutely it just has to be a certain focus on something within that workout so i think that like intensity always has to be relative to your mental physical and psychological capacity right i agree intensity to me i define more as a measure of effort as opposed to speed or yeah. weight. Yeah, right, exactly. Because, like, some days you're not going to have it all. Like, yeah. some days you're not going to be... Like, yesterday I did 19.4. So, like, to think that I was going to come in today with, like, my nervous system completely ready to ramp and go and hit a four-minute workout. Right. 
was like dumb like it's it's not gonna be there <laughs> like it's just not able to push that way um and there's a lot of people that are feeling that way especially during the open so like mm-hmm. it's going your effort level is still going to be relatively high, high. but it, it, it won't always be yeah the same thing if that makes sense exactly so let's let's break that down a little bit into let's say maximal and relative intensity and let's start with maximal intensity so we mentioned it before about how doing a workout like Fran, 21, 15, 9 of thrusters and pull-ups, it's a very short workout, so you end up moving very, very quickly. And at the end of it, you're breathing heavier than you've ever breathed. Is that a word, breathed? Yeah, yeah I think, I think so. that's it. And we have a term called Fran lung, where it feels like you're literally burning your, your chest up yeah, you're with all, each your breath. Your lungs just can't get enough oxygen. Yeah. And... On the flip side of that, like I mentioned before, doing a one rep max lift, whether it's clean, squat, push press, like whatever, yeah. and maxima, or maxing out that load that we're using to get the most, uh, I guess you can say, effort, and again, in air quotes, intensity out of a session as possible. Yeah, and I think that, like you said, with intensity, if you asked a power lifter if they lifted 500 pounds, if they thought that was intense, I'm sure they wouldn't say no. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. intense for sure. Um, going into that intensity aspect with with regards to, like, maximal intensity, yeah, you're right. It can be it can be different things on different days because, like, it's it's whatever your max effort is, right? Because exactly. that's what you're talking about. So, like, yeah. a one rep max deadlift that's the max intensity but it's not going to get your heart rate up like, right you're not going to be yep. you're not going to drop the bar or put the bar down and be like can't talk for five minutes or you can't breathe because you have right. fran lung you might be a little totally. spacey because you're like you just had all the blood rush to your head from picking up what was your heaviest weight ever mm-hmm. but it's not going to fatigue you in the same way that doing seven minute fran will yeah for sure and that's that's that contrast between going balls to the wall on a workout or going for a max lift but essentially maximal intensity is that maximal effort sort of emptying the tank and leaving everything on the floor yeah type type of idea and on the other side of that we have a relative intensity which is probably going to apply more to the general public and everybody in particular more often yeah i definitely agree like relative intensity is the one that you need to shoot for for probably at least four days of the week, if not five, yeah. depending on how many t- how many times you're here. Um, like that relative intensity, like I said before, is like to your mental, psychological, and physical capacity. So like relative to starting off with like your physical capacity, like if your max thruster is 135 and you decided you wanted to do 115 on a workout, well... yeah. Your, your capacity for moving that barbell is not going to be very good right. in terms of speed. But if you try to pick that speed up, your form is going to suffer, which is going to make everything a lot worse, right? Mm-hmm. Like your, your intensity at that point is not going to be what Cody probably intended for the workout in terms of a time and everything like that. Right. So like some days too, when it comes to the intention of a workout, like today we have a 2159 box jump overs and thrusters. If your max thruster is 105 and you're a dude and you're doing it at RX 95 just for the sake of it, but Cody intended for you to finish the workout in seven minutes and you wanted to get it done in 14 minutes, <laughs> you're yeah. not really, you're not really accomplishing the point of the workout. Yeah. 
unless you're like unless you need to scale in which case you shouldn't be scaling up you should be scaling down unless you're using that weight to go slower today which doesn't really make sense at 95 yeah totally and when when you look at the workouts and there have been times where my math has been off and I I I set a time goal and it's either too fast or too slow for whatever's happening that happens sometimes but we do set those time goals with an idea in mind so if you look at a workout and you see yeah let's say the goal is to do it in seven minutes or less and that's give or take like if you finish in eight minutes that's not the end of the world if you finish in five and a half or six minutes that's great too either way there's a little bit of wiggle room on either side but if you look at a workout and you say and you think oh there's no possible way i can use i can do that weight that many times in seven minutes you just know it's going to take you at least 20 and i know people joke in the gym be like oh i'm never going to be able to finish that in 15 minutes it's going to take me half an hour and they do it and it takes them 14 minutes sometimes workouts just look um tough but if you know for a fact that you're not going to finish something in the intended time like not even close then that's that's when you think about like you said scaling maybe pulling the weight back so that you can move at a pace that will get you finished in that time. That's the whole idea behind these time goals. Exactly, too. And, like, it's it's it also matters in terms of, like, what your scale is, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, if we were doing a workout, like, for example, if we were doing Fran and you don't have you don't have pull-ups, um, like, you have maybe, maybe you have, like, five pull-ups as your best one ever and you've never done those strung together but you just did five pull-ups once in a workout – is it better for you to um, to do like one pull up and then do the rest of them jumping in each round, or is it better for you to do the do the workout and spend twenty minutes or twenty five minutes just to RX your Fran? Yeah, like yeah. the idea with Fran is you want to do it sub probably sub 10 12 minutes absolutely because your lungs should be hurting in that kind of a workout. Mm-hmm. If it was about you know if it was about working on your pull ups, maybe you do that do that workout really really fast do it in seven or eight minutes scaled spend that extra you know five or six minutes that you would have spent if you did it rx and do like a four by four of pull-ups sure that's that's getting you closer to point b than than point a was but just doing you know doing it for the two letters rx right exactly and then back to the term relative intensity obviously that means that whatever that let's say number or goal or amount of effort uh, that's going to be it's relative to you to each individual and one of my favorite things is when somebody asks me oh how much weight should I use how hard should I go and things like that and I know they hate it when I answer like this and it's always it depends well like it's funny that's the that's how you know when you're talking to a coach or someone in the industry that actually knows what they're talking about because if they give you a straight answer for that it's probably not the right answer because it you're right it it does depend it depends on like you like you said your physical capacity yeah but like how do you feel that day like did your dog just like pass away yesterday like you have to deal with those kind of psychological stressors or whatever that happens to be rather than worrying about how hard you should go during Fran or Grace or some workout too, right? Yeah, there's no there's no cookie cutter sort of method or, or answer to a lot of those types of questions because again, 
a lot of different factors are gonna play into this, and I think the Open is a really good example of that. So we're four weeks in, we've done four workouts. If I were to get everybody to do a one rep max back squat right now, I'm assuming most people aren't going to get to what their true one rep max is. So they'll go try and lift super heavy and then maybe they lift 30 pounds less than what their one rep recorded one rep max is and they think, oh, like what's going on? Why can't I lift any more than this? Well, you just, you've done four weeks of crazy hard workouts. Your body's probably a little bit beat up and so you might not get to that 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 intensity again, which is what we're going back to. Yeah, and there's only so many times, like we keep harping back to, there's only so many times you can go to the well too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like we've kind of, I think everyone in here has seen that over the last four weeks. It's like, you can't, you can't go there three times in one week. Yeah. Like you, you, need a, you need a break, and that's why we, we don't, we're not programming Fran right. on Monday, Grace on Thursday, mm -hmm. and then the open workout on Friday, right? So like that right. stuff definitely <laughs> matters. Like we're programming during the week workouts that are gonna get people sweating and gonna get people moving, but at the same time are not gonna be like psychologically, physically, and mentally breaking you. Right. And in regards to that, let me ask you this: When's the last time you maxed out on something? And if it was recently, when was the last time before that? that you maxed out on something on a lift yeah let's just let's let's go with that i i think that the last time i maxed out on a lift would probably be like january I january like yeah i it's been a it's been a long time like i've and even fooling around with numbers closer like 80 percent and of, above in my snatch like i, I know yeah. i just don't have the physical yeah the physical capacity to move that bar at that high of a percentage with a right. technical movement it's, it's pretty tough for sure because I'm thinking back with myself, the last time I went, let's say, above 85% in anything would be, I'm going to say, September. Yeah. Like and that was, I was pulling some snatches off of the, uh, off of the pound pads. It was actually almost like a snatch off the blocks and I managed to get up to about 95 or something which wasn't even the intention I just felt good that day yeah. and it happened and then since then I haven't gone near 85% in in my lifting days yeah like and even like you pulled your PR on a men's night right but like it, even that um, that's yeah that's November like, that was November it's <laughs> a yeah. long time I didn't ago. say I didn't even I forgot all about that yeah. that I actually PR'd my deadlift at at Wolfpack night and that was like five months ago yeah, four months ago totally. so like the long time yeah and it's not super often that I go for a one rep maybe twice a year again because the rest of that time is spent doing that percentage work and obviously met cons and things like that to build up to that but I'm not testing every week or every month or every quarter even trying to trying to hit that maximal load all the time yeah if you think about like powerlifters or olympic weightlifters they're not going close to those numbers mm -hmm. every day in training either like mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of time between it and you think about like how often we do it in here there's a mental component to it that people don't really recognize it also comes to the open we talked about it last week in terms of that like 
the worry effect. Like, yeah, if if you know what your number is and say Cody like programmed the the one rep max back squat he talked about, and you come into the gym and you're like, you know, what your old number is, and then you're you hit like your first warm-up set and you're like I don't know and then you start questioning and then the whole hour is dedicated to you worrying about it until you get to like minute 57 of the class and you decide to go for it or don't (laughs) go for it right so there's a lot of like there's a lot of stress you put on yourself just mentally whether you're going to do as well as you did last time that makes a big difference to how all of the rest of your workouts go the rest of the week too right for sure feel feel has a big part of that especially on days where we're doing lifts with percentage work sometimes i'll just say we're gonna do five by five of overhead squats or something and i won't put a number to it and a lot of people will ask that question how much weight should i be using what percentage of my one rep max should it be and when i coach there are days where i'll just say go until five reps or whatever the rep scheme is until it feels heavy yeah yeah and like that's the biggest thing i think that teaching people who come into the gym is knowing how you feel that day like walk mm-hmm. in the door say hello to whoever's there and then be like do I feel good today did I sleep good last night do like is everything kind of have I had a good day so far and the answer if the answer is like no to any of those questions then maybe you scale back the workout in terms of the weight the movement whatever it happens to be so that like you you can physically get a workout in but not like get your soul crushed by it because like right. You know, there's going to be times when you got four hours of sleep because your kids kept you up all night. That's not the time to, to try and PR your friend time. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. the, it's the time to come in, get a sweat on, move around, and then just go home and move on about your day. But, like, pushing yourself and crushing yourself through your workout is not going to be how you get results. Yep. Like your body needs to recover. Yep. Feels huge for that. There are days where I pull an empty barbell out of the rack and it feels like it's 200 pounds. <laughs> and there will be days where... Yeah. I move 135 and I feel like it's I feel like it's empty it it'll just depend on that day how I'm feeling and a lot of the things leading up to that like I said if you've been hitting it hard for the last four weeks through the open you're gonna be a little bit beat up especially if you've repeated some of these workouts because they're not easy you're gonna be beat up so you're not gonna be maybe firing on all cylinders all the time which is which is totally fine. There's going to be days like that, and that's not the end of the world. Yeah. So let's talk like I guess like how do you yeah. in terms of a takeaway point for people? How do you manage Monday through Friday to figure out what days you should go hard, what days you shouldn't, that kind of thing? Like I guess now for that one week left of the open, but then even beyond that, like how do you mm-hmm. how do you figure out what day is your go hard day, what days you don't? For sure. And so we post the workouts a week in advance. Every weekend, the following week's worth of workouts gets posted. It gets released to the members so they can see what's coming up in the following week. If there's something in particular that you see that maybe it's something you've been working on, like you see pull-ups on Thursday or you see front squats on Tuesday or something, and that's something that you've either been working on or you haven't done in a while or you want to really focus on then pick those days as the days you want to go hard and and really get after it and if you and and if you come to the gym on those other days like monday wednesday friday that aren't that don't have those things you want to work on you can still come to the gym absolutely maybe take it a little bit easier take the weight down a little bit or maybe move a little bit more more intentionally instead of trying to just go super super fast things like that are going to help you kind of 
dial in where you want to where you want to put that effort in yeah and like i think that you're right like so much that helps so much in terms of look at the program and to start the week and being like you know tuesday night i have a hockey game that I, right. i'm not going to be home in time so wednesday i probably shouldn't go hard and right then friday i see like i'm a good deadlifter so i see deadlifts are up there mm-hmm. okay that's a day where it looks like i can probably go really really hard on that assuming yeah. the rest of the week goes well and i plan for that friday to go hard um whereas like instead of just you know, it's it's good to go by feel for sure, but it's it's harder for sure instead of just planning out your week and thinking, you know, Friday's my wheelhouse workout, Wednesday I'm just getting a sweat session, you know, Monday might be snatch and I'm really new to snatch. I haven't lifted over yeah. eighty five pounds before, so maybe I'm just working with an empty barbell and really, you know, being intense on my totally. technique and working on that way. Yeah, and another way you can look at it, I know there are also people who don't look at the workouts ahead of time. Which is fine, because I know some people know themselves well enough that if they look at the workout and they see something they don't like, they won't come to the gym that day. Yeah. And that's and that's something that will keep themselves accountable by not looking so that they just show up to the gym, whatever it is, then they'll do it. Yeah. Which is a, another perfectly fine way to approach things. But then when you come in and you either read the workout ahead of time or you see the workout on the board, Again, with those with those time goals and those time domains, you can sort of extract a strategy through that. If you see that a workout is maybe 10 minutes or less, then you know it's going to be a faster paced workout. Like it's something where you're gonna be go, 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 moving, 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 and you're gonna be breathing heavy at the end of it. If you see something that has deadlifts in it, and you have you have multiple rounds of doing whatever, but there's only three deadlifts in each round. The obviously the low volume of reps, you know that you'll be able to maybe push a little bit more weight that way because you're not doing, you know, fifty reps in a row or something exactly, like that. Yeah. So taking a little bit of time, it doesn't it could take like thirty seconds to a minute. Just look at the workouts, kinda see what what's put together. And obviously your coach is gonna give you some insight as to how you should approach these workouts as well. But especially if you're looking at it ahead of time, it, there are clues there as to how you can approach each of these things. Yeah, you're right. And I think that is an important thing that we do here fairly well, if not extremely well, is, yeah. is just talking about that kind of in the workout briefing of like, this is the intention of this workout to right. do it either fast, to do it slow, to, to focus on your form or whatever it happens to be yeah. so that people are aware of it. Um, because like you said, like it, it does vary. Cause like if you're, you know, if you're RXing today's workout and you can't RX it, it, it changes the workout completely. Mm-hmm. Like it's RX means, you know, RX's original intention was not just RXing the number and the movement. It was also RXing the intensity or the, the intention with yeah. the workout, right? So like RX means like if if the intention of the workout is an eight minute and seven minute workout and you're doing it in 20 minutes, yeah, you've missed the intention. Totally. You missed the boat. So like that's, that's important to keep in mind. Yeah, and I was just gonna bring up, I saw a post by Chris Spieler talking about what, what, what is RX to him? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he said, was that RXing is essentially achieving the appropriate stimulus and intention of the written workout regardless of what the physical numbers might actually be exactly. in terms of your weight and yep. and things like that. So keep that in mind when it comes to your workouts. Again, intensity comes in many shapes and forms. 
and it'll depend on not only the individual, but what the individual might be going through in their lives. Again, we mentioned it, we've mentioned this before, where like everybody here has full-time jobs and kids and other things in their lives going on outside of the gym that can cause either stress or be a distraction or anything like that. And how you're feeling, like if you're maybe coming off of a cold or if you're injured, that happens a lot of times too, where people are like, oh, I'm having like this shoulder thing that you know I'm seeing my physio or chiropractor about so I can't really go crazy overhead and it's like totally fine we'll scale the overhead movement and you can focus on maybe the lower body movement or element of that day and you'll still you're still gonna get a benefit out of that yeah like I'll use like Chris's example this morning like she she has a shoulder problem from 19.4 and yep she didn't do well. She didn't RX the weight on the thrusters. Yeah, fair enough. But she tried to cycle her box jumps fast today. Beautiful. Like that's that's a perfect that's example. Still, it's still working on something else within the workout. Yeah, that's a perfect example. So, again, just think about the intentions of the written workout, what your intentions are going into the workout, and that intensity is going to be up to you, really. Uh, depending on what you're focusing on and how you're feeling is basically the moral of the story. Yeah, it's exactly it. Like, it depends on how you feel mentally, physically, and emotionally every single day. Like, you just have to kind of factor those things in. So that's just, that's why intensity is going to change every workout every day. For sure. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget about 19.5 Friday Night Lights coming up this Friday, March 22nd. And the following Friday, March 29th, we have our open wrap-up party. 25 bucks ahead, pizza and beer provided. And good luck to everybody in 19.5. Yeah, good luck, guys. See ya.